welcome to the Sasha Robinson podcast. As part of our feminist studies, we explored the complex nature of intersectionality. And this is a term coined in 1989 by Professor Kimberly Crenshaw, and up until that time was an undefined concept. It's a term that is met with much disdain from conservatism, however, gives a voice to the often sidelined plight of black women and black feminists. Intersectionality describes how class, gender, race and other individual characteristics intersect with each other which of course includes the way in which black women and other groups of women experience the world. I also endeavoured to understand the hashtag and how it works as well as it does and how it has become an integral part of online feminism. One of the hashtags that I myself have used on social media was Say Her Name. The Say Her Name campaign was launched in December of 2014 by the African American Policy Forum, AAPF, and the Center for Intersectionality and Policy Studies, CISPS. It was created as a means to raise awareness regarding the invisible names of black women and girls who are victimized and murdered by the police, as well as offering support to the families of the victims, which is highly important. On the AAPF website, it states that black women and girls as young as seven and as old as 93 have been murdered by the police. The media, however, does not highlight these cases and by saying their names, it can provide a much clearer view of the circumstances that black women's bodies, sorry, that cause black women's bodies to be disproportionately subject to police violence. So, In order to understand this in more depth, we have to go back into history to the enslavement of black bodies. This is the only way that we will be able to see it in its entirety and to understand what we see happening today. In my research, I came across the name J. Marion Sims. Some of you may be familiar with this name. He is credited as being the father of gynecological... can never say that word. (laughs) Gynecology. And he developed tools such as the vaginal speculum and... um, techniques for women's reproductive health health and i that's in quotes i use health loosely uh he was the president of the american medical association in 1876 and the president of the american 
Gynecological Society in 1880. This man has at least six statues around the US. This is telling. Sims conducted his experiments on black women with no pain relief, no anesthesia. We could never imagine. I think the youngest of which was only 17 years old and he performed a number of surgeries on her alone. And of course, this is just part of the history, the long history of black bodies being used for medical testing. Another such example of uh, such types of experiments is the Tuskegee syphilis experiment. I'm sure many of you will be familiar with that. I see it floating around on social media. And this experiment began in 1932 when there was no treatment for syphilis. 600 African-American men um, in Alabama uh, were used for this experiment, most of which died and some went blind and others basically lost their faculties, just lost their minds. So, but anyway, let's get back to the women. So Sims, like many, did not view black women as human and and decided that black people did not experience pain. Doctors within that time, during the enslavement of, of, of black people, relied on the slave owners for economic reasons, basically to line their pockets. And these doctors would accompany the slave owners to auctions to ensure that they were making a healthy purchase and to treat the slaves on the plantations who uh, would fall ill and of course to uh, to protect the investments of the uh, plantation owners of the slave masters. Um, So... There's a book uh, called Natural History of the Human Species, 1851. And in this book, there's a quote. The American dark races bear with indifference tortures that insupportable to a white man. So basically, they're saying that you know black people don't feel pain, and that the, the the we can we have a high pain tolerance in comparison to white people. Sims epitomizes essentially the story of how black women are treated within the healthcare system around the world, particularly here in the UK. The racial disparities within the healthcare system are shocking, and. Um, and as budding feminist scholars, it is imperative that we are the catalyst for blowing the horn, so to speak, and hopefully leading to change. Um, I personally had an experience with the healthcare system, which I don't mind sharing as part of this educational piece. And that is a time where I had called, uh, uh, I think,
think there's a there's a line that you can call is it called NHS direct I can't remember but I basically called for help and while I was on the phone to one of the doctors uh we he had to call the ambulance because I was dying and I felt that I was dying uh I was pregnant and I was having an ectopic pregnancy and the paramedics who attended the property they were not very touchy feely with me and bearing in mind I was naked on my bedroom floor on the carpet sprawled out for everyone to see and they were very impersonal um and they took about half an hour to take me to the hospital and then it was another half an hour before anybody realized that something was terribly wrong and at this point that's when you see all the, the the top guys come down you just know what they look like so um so it took a long time to treat me and um i could have died and when i returned home at the time there were works going on within the property and um i i was doing some work in the corridor and i had moved my son to the room next door so uh when you are redecorating obviously the house is a shambles and i had been sick two weeks previous to this taking place so there were some dishes in the sink i had had a conversation with a friend she said sasha just leave the dishes if someone comes to your home and doesn't realize that you know there's other things going on right now then they they're not supposed to be in your world so i left the dishes and i rested but um the paramedics who came to my home judged me based on the condition of the property whereas um if they had gone to a white woman's home and had seen this um the property in this condition they would automatically assume hey if they see you know boxes of um of uh wooden floors you know wooden flooring they would know that th- there was um some redecorating going on um you know and um i was treated as if that was how i lived and this is a story which is quite familiar to many black people in the healthcare system i subsequently got a letter from social services bear in mind i just returned from hospital and i got the letter on the same day that i came out of the hospital after almost dying um and the letter stated that you know i would have a visit from social services to make sure that my son was okay they subsequently came and obviously nothing came of it the house was looking very clean and tidy and everything was normal um they didn't tell me actually when they were coming they just said that they'll be 15 they'll be another 15 minutes so they wanted to take me by surprise but hey good because you took me by surprise and this is how i live on an everyday basis and the decorating was finished so this is definitely something that uh, um we as as scholars need to really delve into a little bit more So this long history of black bodies being owned is the reason why black women like Sandra Bland are treated so aggressively for what was a minor traffic offence and um which ultimately ultimately resulted uh in her death which was ruled as asphyxiation which of course none of us actually believe none of us in the black community actually believe that so and also just to go back to the hashtag black feminist criticize the silence of white feminism in, in in this particular case and rightly so those of us who consider ourselves feminists who are focused on gender equality i believe 
view this case as one that is solely related to race, but it's not just about race. White feminists who should have stood in solidarity in solidarity, sorry, solidarity with uh, with black women did not. And surely, if one believes in equality, that would be an all in all encompassing and all inclusive thing. The reaction of white women, or lack thereof, uh, delegitimizes the feminist movement as a whole by refusing to acknowledge the violence and discrimination faced by black women renders white feminists incapable of fighting for the rights as women as a whole.